Father, we want to bless your holy name once again this morning. Our love for you and for your walk has no bound, has no limit. Our desire to live for you and for your intentions and counsels and purposes has no limit. This morning, Lord, we come before you. We surrender ourselves, our lives to you. We submit ourselves to you. As you call us into a new understanding, into a deeper understanding, into a new reality of your voice and vision for today. Lord, once again, we are awakened. Morning by morning, you awaken us. You awaken our ears to listen like one that is being taught. We ask of you once again this morning to teach us your ways. Open our eyes of understanding. Touch us in a different way that we may see the things that we have taken for granted. That we may be awakened to the ways of your spirit. Help us once again this morning to be well positioned in the spirit that as you knock upon the very doors of our heart that we will be willing to open our hearts and let you in. For you said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone will open, you said, Yes, you will come in. Lord, we ask you this morning to come in. Come into our hearts. Come into our lives. Come into the very space of our existence. Help us to walk in the newness of your counsel. Awaken our minds to the realities of your demand for this new day. May Christ once again be formed in us. May Christ once again, yes, be formed in our minds, in our thoughts. May we bring honor and glory unto you. Father, we thank you for your will and purposes being established in our life in times like this. Thank you that we are not just praying, but we are praying in relating to your very counsel, your intentions, your purposes. Yes, we want to pray in alignment with the vision that you have for us for this new day. So we thank you. We honor you. We glorify you once again. Come take your place. Have your way in our life. Take your place in our minds. Be glorified this morning as we come to see and understand the things that your spirit once again has prepared for us on this table. Yes, of great feast. We want to feast, oh God. We want to eat. We want to drink. We want to be changed. We want to be ready. We want to be prepared. We want to become a people, a vessel of God ready for this glorious day. So we thank you. <clears throat> Everyone that will be connecting this morning to this time, oh God, of interacting with your spirit and with one another. May we be greatly enhanced. May we be built up. May we be empowered. 
May we be transformed. May we be reformed, O oh God. May your spirit once again lead us further. Bring us into the full reality of your demand. We thank you. We glorify you. We exalt you. Have your way. Be glorified. Take your place in our midst. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so very much, everyone, this morning. Wherever you're joining from, it's a delight to share this moment with you, to share this platform with you, and of course, to bring the mind of God, the heart of God, you know, to, to you wherever you are. Well, for a while, of course, you know, we have been dealing with the concept of vision, purpose, amen, and of course, the focus required to carry out uh, uh, whatever the Lord has assigned us as a vision. And I thought this morning that, I mean, it would be, it would just be the right thing, amen, to look at all of these things that we've been talking about in the context of prayer because prayer of course is is the anchor is the harrow head that pushes us amen that gives us if you will the strength the capacity the mobility the courage the determination amen to bring forth all of god's intentions for our life everything that god speaks to us can only amen become a reality through the formation of a well matured developed spiritual you know base if our spirit man is weak, if we have, amen, a weak spirit, if we don't understand what, you know, spirituality is, amen, it will be very, you know, hard pressed for us to be able to birth anything in terms of the purpose of God for our life, in terms of God's vision for our life. So I thought, amen, that it's important that we look at this in the context of, <clears throat> excuse me, in the context of prayer. And of course, you know, like I know, amen, that prayer to us means more than just you know petitioning god about something prayer to us is beyond just amen some material acquisition prayer to us amen is engaging with the mind of god amen is is coming into oneness with truth amen prayer to us is 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 a point and a place where amen we come into agreement with god <clears throat> excuse me and the bible says if two amen if two or three shall agree as touching anything hallelujah it will be done so to us we understand that prayer is a, is a point and a place where we come into agreement with god we want our life we want our minds we want our thoughts amen to come into divine synchronization amen with heaven intention and all of the things that we've been talking about getting to know uh, the intentions of god for our life getting to know amen uh, 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 how to fulfill that intention in terms of vision and purpose amen developing the right spiritual uh, uh, grace excuse me and competence hallelujah all of this amen are built within amen the metrics of prayer the metrics of prayer the womb of prayer amen is what is what fashions us that what builds us what what equip us amen to be all that god amen has ordained for us if if we don't have amen a strong prayer life of course prayer comes from a position amen of divine persuasion comes from a point where you know amen that of course god listens god answers prayer that has to be clear to us amen that when we pray amen we, we leave the realm of the human realm we leave the realm of you know the intellectual we leave the realm amen of human uh, psychology we leave the realm amen of our you know our human humanistic ideologies and ideals amen when we pray we come to a different dimension a new realm where the things of god the realities of god where issues of the kingdom becomes even more clearer to us hallelujah prayer is a journey 
into the life of the spirit into amen a point and a place where we begin to you know if you will appreciate our priestly life amen yes as a believer we are priests amen the priest is not some somebody that wear this funny looking things all right the priesthood amen is a condition of our spiritual life is a position of us coming into agreement with what god has designed us for and as we stand in that position amen carrying out what the lord has ordained for us of course through through the spirit of revelation through the spirit of wisdom through the spirit of understanding amen as we walk in that counsel of god for our life amen we become a divine representative of god in the earth that is the priesthood and, and God in this season in time wants us to understand, amen, our position as priest, amen. You being a priest, wherever God has assigned and called you is very critical to the advancement of the intentions of God. And, you know, this morning, I just want to read one or two scriptures, you know, uh, for us. Hope, hopefully this will give us, you know, clarity and understanding and, of course, insight in relating to where we are, what the Lord is doing in our day and how we are called, amen, to to you know to 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 interact with the spirit first of all i like to i like us to look at the scripture thank you lord jesus <clears throat> thank you father i want i want us to start with chronicles i thought that that would give us some you know kind of a direction and a lead into you know what the spirit of god amen is saying to us <clears throat> In Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, uh, chapter, chapter, chapter fifteen, verse four, the Bible says, "For many years Israel has been without the true God. Israel has been without." Now I want you to look at Israel, Amen, as a society, as a community of people, Amen. I want you to look at Israel, Amen, as a nation. All right, bring bring that to our day. All right, we live in a world where. People really do not have the the idea, amen, of, of, of the true God, amen. We all have all kinds of things that we call God and we relate God to, amen. And, and, and of course, whatever we define or relate to God is where we kind of draw our inspiration, our strength. You know, this morning, so many people, you know, I'll be going to all kinds of places of worship and all of that, amen. Unfortunately, many of these people will be relating to, amen, the unknown God, They'll be relating to a God that, you know, you know, man has fashioned for them. That society, that religion, that even maybe the economy has fashioned for them. Amen. Man, you know, religion that, you know, certain values have, have fashioned for them. How many people today, amen, really, truly understand, hallelujah, yes, the, 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 the concept of, of God. Of course, we cannot understand that except we have been awakened. And this is why we've been dealing with the context of Isaiah, amen, 50, amen. He awakens me, except we are awakened to truth, except we are awakened to the ways of God, except we are awakened to the principles and to the patterns and the values of God, hallelujah. Not just some idea, amen, uh, and that we tack, you know, God, not just some things cooked up and put together and we, and we, we, we underscore it, you know, Christianity, all right, we we are we are beyond we are beyond that, and I'm, I'm emphasizing all of this because the days that we live in, amen, friends, listen, the days that we live in requires that we know God to be able to stand strong. 
all right you can't you can't you can't fulfill god's intentions and purpose for your life if you are not strong if you are not firm if you are not you know if you have if, if you have not come to the point amen where daniel says those who know their god will be strong and they will be able to do exploit hallelujah to do exploit in this season we have to have amen an ascended revelation we have to have an ascended understanding. We have to have an ascended relationship. What I mean by ascended, meaning that all that we are talking about and all that we, 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 we relate to in terms of the things of God are not sourced from the earth. Yes, the things of God are not of the earth. Amen? Yes, they are from above. That which is from above is above all. Hallelujah. Jesus came from above. We came from God. Hallelujah. So there are things that the Bible calls the things of the earth, the prince of this world, yes, the systems of the world, the, the values of the world. And many of those things today have been, have been allowed to invade what we define to be spirituality, Christianity. There's a, there's a merger of so many ideologies and belief systems today and we, we wrap it up and we say, God, amen. Uh, you know a lot of people today will be praying and they'll be praying to the unknown god just like you know when you know uh, uh, you know uh, um you know paul got to you know current was a current amen and he found all kinds of idols being worshipped amen all kinds of you know altars being built to all kinds of god and he found one amen that is actually built to the unknown god all right so people are worshiping a god that they are not even aware of they don't know him they have no relationship with him but they are but they're worshiping you know because that's what man do man is designed to worship god so if you don't have an understanding a picture of the true god you will watch worship something amen yes you will worship your job you will worship your money you will worship your time you will worship your mind you will worship amen ideas you will worship amen opinions yes you will worship you know all kinds of things you will worship your family you will worship your children you know you will worship you know your career there are all kinds of things all right when we don't have amen the sense of who we are called to worship you will bow your knees to all kinds of things and the bible says amen that for many years israel was without the true god without a teaching priest without a priest to instruct them this is one of the reasons why we are here and we're doing what we're doing because god wants us amen to return to turn the heart of the people back to him john the baptist one of his position one of his mandate amen was to prepare the way of the lord to make his path straight because he lived in a society in an environment where the ideas of god amen has been basically removed from the mind of god the idea of worshiping and knowing the true god has been thrown away amen and another religion amen has been given to the people in terms of you know you know uh, 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 the, the, the 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 priestly order of the pharisee and the sadducees there were all kinds of things being worshipped amen in in the name of pleasing god and serving god okay so so john the baptist came and began to preach and declare amen repent the kingdom of god is at hand and he began to baptize people to prepare them for the coming messiah hallelujah and we are in that day that we need to understand that this is the day where God is shaking everything that can be shaken i was looking at the scripture just before i began a broadcast in jeremiah Jeremiah chapter 1, we, you see, I'm tying this to a context that I'm hoping will help us to be awakened, to be awakened. One of the definition, one of the literal definition, amen, of being awakened, it means to, amen, to stand upright. 
to have an upright position, not to be bent down. We did a teaching some time ago amen, about the woman that Jesus healed. The Bible says she was bent down. She was bent over. All right? She had no sense of, of seeing things in their, in their true state. She had no amen, sense of looking at things, viewing things amen, in their true order. You know, And to me, I thought that is how many of us are today in the church. We look at things upside down because we are bent over. We have no posture. We have no sense of, hallelujah, you know, ability to, to stand upright. Amen. Righteousness is having a, a, having a standing, an upright standing before God. Being able to see things the way he designed it. Amen. Many of us, our mindset, our thought pattern, ideologies, belief system, amen, have been bent over, amen, by the disease called religion and the traditions of men and that's why today people will invest their time or right, in some religious you know uh, uh, rigor they will they will do all kinds of things but their life is still not reflecting and mirroring amen the very essence the vision the plan and the purposes of god amen because we live in an environment where amen israel was without a true god people still go to church but israel was without a true god amen people still go to the temple but israel was without you know in other words they continue with the activity that seem as if amen god is in the house but god is no longer there are you with me friends so we we want to come to the point where we are not deceived but beyond not just to be deceived we want to also be persuaded that we are a generation that is connected to the true god because when we pray, we must know earlier that our prayer is, is moving, is heading to us, the true God. Amen. And therefore, we have the confidence, amen, that he will answer. So therefore, when we wait, we are waiting in hope. We're not waiting, amen, as one without hope. Amen. Our prayer is not just some religious activity that is being done that we are not sure of. Amen. That we are praying because, amen, we have a sense of his presence. We have a, we have a knowing. We have an understanding, amen, of his intention. We have a prophetic insight, amen, regarding his demand, amen, for our day, amen, that when we look at the spirit, amen, when we look at the timings and the seasons of the spirit, we know where God is, amen, and we, we are connected with him, that Jesus prayed, hallelujah, that where I am is where I want them to be, that we are where he is, amen, we are not somewhere else, amen, we are not drifting, we are not, we are, we are not merry-go-rounding, we, we, we are not just going around some circle of religion and traditions, amen and and human philosophy amen but rather that we are advancing that as as we begin to see the awakening of all kinds of amen spirits amen manifesting as 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 we see in the days of noah amen that when the days where giants are walking the earth again hallelujah are upon us giants of highly intellectual you know a, a capacity amen in the day where ai is beginning to take amen you know the position of man i mean for the past few days that some of the things you know apps and and things that have come across that ai's can do and they are doing is blowing my mind and i'm saying to myself the church is not ready for this <laughs> the church that we know is not ready for this i saw i saw a particular you know a, 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 application yesterday is an is an ai you know a, a, a software all right this this thing can 
not only with this thing, amen, I, I, I copy the image that it will give you. I mean, if you say, you know, if you say to this thing, draw Isaiah, give me the picture of Isaiah. This is not a, this is not a picture. This is not, you know, a camera. This, this, this AI, all right, you know, can identify me, all right, and will draw me, will, will actually, you know, you know, put my picture out there. You actually think this, this image was taken by a camera. No, it's an AI. So anybody can easily use your face to do all kinds of things. And how are you going to declare and say, no, it's not me. I just seen we live in a dangerous day. But guess what? The Lord had already prepared us for this season. But many of us, like I said, we are still sleeping. There's so many things that we need to be awakened to. There's so many realities that we need to, hallelujah, come into. There's so many dimensions of existence that we need to come into. Hear, hear the voice of God. The way we do church in this season, as I've been saying for the past, you know, couple of years, has to change. Our mother's apprentice has to be upgraded. We have to come to a new level, amen, of divine competence. In, in the in the materials that I've been sharing, amen. Yes, on on vision, purpose, and focus. In one of in one of those uh, 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 you know chapters, I was saying something that we have to live our life beyond just being competent. You you can't prove this. These are not days where you want to go and dazzle people, amen, with your intellectual ability. You understand? That's good, but it's no longer good because there's an AI that cannot do you. You understand? Oh, you think you're very wise. You think you're smart. Oh, when somebody just need to go and find the right, you know, software, the right AI software, and they will outdo you, amen. That job you lose it. That position you 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 lose it because the AI is there to enhance those who do not have the capacity, but who know, amen, where to go to. These are the days where we need, hallelujah, to, to advance in our sense of spiritual knowledge, spiritual wisdom, hallelujah. These are days where we need to understand who we are in Christ because there is a spirit in man, hallelujah. There's a spirit in man, hallelujah, that produces wisdom and understanding according to Job. There is a spirit in man, hallelujah, that no power, no spirit, no system, amen, can merge. Can, you know can challenge and when you begin to come into the day of the mind of christ and you pray from that dimension listen daniel did not even touch the fullness of christ daniel only touched a drop <laughs> a drop amen all daniel saw was a shadow oh jesus help me here all daniel saw was a shadow of the things to come but he moved he operated hallelujah from a realm that babylon could not hold him down Today, hallelujah, we live, amen, in an advanced, you know, Babylonic system. And if we don't know, hallelujah, how to interact, how to live our life, we don't know how to engage life, amen, from that position of the spirit of Daniel, hallelujah, moving into, because Daniel is a passage. Daniel is, is, is like, you know, is like our tutor. You see, Joseph is a, is a, is a, is a tutor. Hallelujah. Uh, we, we, there are kinds of tutorials that we need to take today. Hallelujah. There are all kinds of things we need to learn. We need to learn of the spirit of Abraham. We need to learn of the spirit, hallelujah, yes, of, of, of Moses. We need to learn of the spirit of Daniel, of David, as we are going to be looking at, amen. God spoke to us that this year, hallelujah, is the year of David, is the year of the key of David, because we, we must access some Certain doors. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? So you see, your prayer has to move from that little level, that little appendix. God, I need X, Y, Z. You have to, you have to upgrade. This is what I'm talking about this morning. Because when your life is built, Amen, on uncertainty, without, 
without the knowledge of the true God, without the experience of the true God, everything that defines your life, amen, is built, amen, basically on, you know, a presumption, an assumption. You want to be well seated. You want to be well established on the ascended revelation of Christ so that when you say to this mountain, when you say to this, come and it comes, and to that goes, they go. When you say, mountain, be thou removed from where you are, and be cast yonder. Hallelujah. The mountain responds. When you look at the sun and you say, you be, you be still. Hallelujah. And the sun responds. What kind of a dimension of a life that will come into, that even creation, that even, hallelujah, nature will begin to respond to us when we come into the full maturation of what is called the spirit of Christ. And we can't come into that dimension if we don't have, hallelujah, a divine connection and what connects us with Christ, amen, is the spirit of prayer. Prayer is the spirit, but that spirit must be built on truth. It must be built, hallelujah, on humility. That spirit must be built, amen, on total commitment to the ways of God, to the things of God. You have to learn the discipline of waiting. When they say wait, you wait. When they say move, you move, hallelujah. When they say run, you run. When they say jump, you jump, hallelujah. You want to come into that day where you are fully alive in the spirit of faith. You know what it means to walk, amen, in the nature of God that is called love. You know what it means that when they say kill, hallelujah, you kill because, amen, you understand that you're preaching from the dimension of the wisdom of God. And I'm not talking about killing in the natural realm, hallelujah. When they said to Peter, kill and eat, Peter said, no, not me. Peter was trying to be more religious than God. God said, kill and eat. Peter said, not me. Nothing unclean has ever touched my mouth. Peter, you did not get the memo. What God has claimed, you do not call unclean. There are certain things today we are still fighting against. We don't know we're fighting God. God said to, to Saul of Tarsus, why are you fighting me, Saul of Tarsus? Don't you know that these things that you're doing, you are actually fighting me? He said, who are you, Lord? There are things that we are challenging, amen, that we don't know, amen, that we're actually challenging God. We call it, ah, well, this is how things has been. Well, how can you say this thing about the church? How can you say this thing about, no, no, no. Listen to this. There are things that God have already judged. If you're not tracking with God and see that God has judged them, you will be on the defensive. There are things God wants you to let go of in 2023. Hallelujah. For you to enter into God's intention, but you're holding on to those, no, no, no. No, God gave me this. God said, don't you understand? I have moved away kill and eat but you can't kill and eat what <laughs> you're still living in the old old wine skin you cannot pray effective prayer when your mind is still locked in the old when earlier the old is trying to drive the new we have been talking about that also amen yes there are people right now that their days they are their ministry is over, but they don't want to die. And therefore, they're looking for the next generation to put in that corrupt seed. May it not be you. Saul said, David, yes, you're going to fight this giant and you're going to kill. But use my armory, use my weapon, use my gear. He dressed him, said, go fight. You cannot fight this spirit. You cannot, hallelujah, challenge and overcome in the days where, amen, there are all kinds of powerful, demonic, satanic, amen, things being mingled with intellectual, you know, competence. Did you hear what I just said? In the days where there are powerful, satanic, demonic operations being mingled, being connected, amen, with how you work in your workplace, amen, yeah, where how you deal with issues, amen, in, in, in the marketplace. The marketplace today, at, 
entangling themselves with Asian spirit, Asian demons. So don't tell me, amen, that you have what it takes. No, listen, you have to be working with God. You have to understand, amen, the spirit of how God operates in Babylon, of how God operates amen, in the marketplace. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm calling prayer. Because when you pray this day, you've got to know the heart of God, the mind of God, so you are not deceived. The Bible says if the days are not cut short, even the very elect will be deceived. Why? Because there will be a realm that the elect will come into. That their discernment, amen, is not mature enough. That their discernment, hallelujah, that their sense of wisdom, that their sense of competence, amen, and the capacity of self-restraint, amen, cannot match to. So we've got to con 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 continually upgrade ourselves. Lord, upgrade me. Upgrade my sense of vision. Upgrade my sense of understanding. Hey, when they bring you to the valley where you see all that God wants to use looking so dry. That's why I've got, listen friends, I've got hope for the church, for the church of the Lord. Yes, there is a church that man built. I have nothing to do with that. But there is a church that God calls his intention. That is still immature. That is still, yes, uh, uh, you know, in the hands of tutors. That is still being formed. That I've got hope for that church. Hallelujah. And I know the days are coming where those bones, amen, will live again. And a mighty army will come out. Hallelujah. Engaging the forces of darkness. Because indeed, God will do a quick thing in righteousness. And he will cut it short. What a day we live in, friends. I've not read the scripture I want to read to you. Jeremiah. In fact, let me take it from verse 1. The word of, the, the word of Jeremiah, son of Elkiah, one of the priests at Anathoth. You remember, I always teach us that before your gift is the priesthood. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Before your gift, before God gave you the gift of a prophet before God gives you the gift, amen, of an apostle, before you are given the gift of a shepherd, before you are given and called into the ministry, amen, of service, called, amen, the, the, the deacon on the diaconess or whatever you call it, amen, before you are given the gift, amen, of an evangelist to go and preach, you must have you must, you must have been called first into the priesthood, amen, you must first be a priest because it is the priesthood, amen, that, that furnishes that sustains, that motivates, and hallelujah, and that allow you to express your giftings. If you have a gift without a priesthood, it's only a matter of time before the enemy kill you and your gift. The word of the, the word of Jeremiah, son of Elkiah, one of the priests. What is the work of a priest? To have a standing before God. To have a standing before God. To stand on behalf of God. Amen. To the people. And to stand on behalf of the people before God. That's the work of a priest. Listen to the word of the Lord. The word, the word you are looking at amen, on the screen. For many years Israel has been without the true God. Without a priest to instruct them. Because when the priest, hallelujah, connects with God, he hears from God, he knows the heart of God. Listen, all, all ascended gifts, all the fivefold ministry gift, amen, are born from the womb, from the matrix of the priesthood. That's why one of the things that God 
must help us to understand and walk in, in this season is the ascended priesthood of Christ. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's making intercession for us. The more we grow in our priesthood, the more we are able to handle our giftings. I said the more we grow in our priesthood, the more we are able to ex exercise, amen, and the more we are able to administrate, hallelujah, the more we are able to release, the more we are able to manage, hallelujah, our giftings. You see a lot of people today, the gift, the gift is what is burying them. The gift is what is killing them because the gift did not mature from the true matrix, hallelujah, of the priesthood. Hallelujah. You must have a place in God. You must have a place. Is it when 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 your prayer life, your life, amen, as as a priest, amen, as an intercessor, uh, is not measuring to your your outputs. You know, your output is your is your giftings. Right? If if you are if you if you are dying, if if the if the if the if the if the quantity amen of your priesthood priesthood is what you hear you receive from God amen that you speak on behalf of if that is reducing and you're all out there and trying to express something trying to say something it can be a very dangerous place because the day that anointing would die that anointing will evaporate you will not know you know it was Samuel who said I will shake myself the way I used to the Bible says and he did not know and Samuel excuse me uh, Samson and Samson did not know that the Lord has left him it's a dangerous place to be in a point at a point where the Lord has left you and you still think you have an anointing and you still think you have a gifting and you still think amen that you have some skill and you still think that well everybody is on your side hey <coughs> it's a dangerous place to be we have to constantly check. We have to constantly measure. We have to constantly seek to know earlier that our input is greater than our output. That's just on the priesthood. But where I'm going is this priest was called into the prophetic. I hope that the gift you have and the gift you are seeking is born out of a prayer life is born out of yes a devotional life is born out of one amen who has been devoted to god because your devotion underscores your ministry your devotion defines the worth the weight the standard the values the capacity and the competence of your ministry your devotion not devotion to man not devotion to man, but devotion to Elion. How you are going to function and succeed in 2023 is going to be built and based on your devotion. If you have a devotional life, a life open to God, a life that is unashamed to lift his or hand before God and say, God, this is me. Once again, I'm here. Hallelujah. If you have a life that is fully devoted to God, you have a standing before God. These are the priests who have a standing before me. He said, of this, of this clan, 
they will always have a standing before me but of those who compromise my ways and my standard leave them let their priest let their priestly ministry be to the gentiles leave them in the outer court listen as a priest you have a journey moving from the outer court hallelujah into the holies of holy and when you live in the holies of holy they send you out hallelujah to go minister to those in the outer court you don't want to compromise because you see your priesthood is what regulates every area of your life it regulates when when a family does not have a man you know a priestly altar you as an individual as a man as a woman you don't you see you'll be bothered about so many things you'll be insecure like i said yesterday you'll be looking for attention yes you'll be looking for who who checked me on facebook who liked my page or who didn't like my picture you know all kinds of things will be bothering you all right you'll be looking for attention on tiktok and 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 uh, instagram you understand yes you because you want everybody to like you you see it's the number is there is the amount of people that like you that gives you a sense of security or a sense of value <laughs> you understand you know i i i just clock uh uh, uh you know 104 followers on youtube and i was jumping up i said oh thank you you know i was here my wife was looking at me like what's going on with i'm like oh i've got two more people join us i've got 100 and it's like should that bother you of course that bothers me you know i'm, I'm excited for 100 i mean you're talking about where people have 500,000 you know 10,000 people or some people have a million people following them see but me it's not about the number because for somebody to say i want to continue to listen to what this man is saying that person certainly must be looking for truth so I celebrate every person and that's the truth if you're one of those people that just you know are subscribed to my YouTube channel well I celebrate you because I know amen that you're my brother or you're my sister that you have a desire for the things of the spirit this is not about number this is about God adding to all the Bible says and God added to the church such as amen to be saved God is adding to our number he's adding to us it's God that is adding amen I'm not using some you know uh, mechanical God knows no 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 I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing what the Lord will have me do. And God earlier is echoing this, this sound into the atmosphere of the nations. And people are responding. And we're grateful to God. Because as long as he gives us breath, we will continue to do what amen, he wants us to do. But here is where I'm going. Because the context is God is doing a new thing. And we've got to understand what God is doing. That new thing must be speaking to the day that we live in. Because, amen, how we understand this day, amen, will pave the way for tomorrow. Will pave the way for the future. Yes, God called Jeremiah as a prophet. And the demand, the assignment of this prophetic mandate, the Lord said to him in verse 12, the Lord said to Jeremiah, now let's take it from verse 9 from verse 9 then the lord reached out his hands and touched his mouth you know why he touched his mouth because he was complaining i cannot speak and that's how it is for if god ever call you and you think you are competent enough uh you you may have to maybe doubt that calling he said god called me and i just yes I, i'm just willing and ready and i'm prepared and i feel i can do it most than when god calls us what you first feel amen is your inadequacy in fact, you will run. You're going to hide it. <laughs> Not me, Lord. No. You'll feel that sense of, I'm unable. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. Are you seeing? 
I'm not going to even begin to go into all of that. Now I have put my words in your mouth. Oh, may God put his word in your mouth in this season. So that the things that you will say, hallelujah, yes, will, 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 will not be will not be gainsay, will not be hindered by the, you know, by the senators of Egypt, by the magicians of Egypt. May God put his word in your mouth so that when you speak, amen, yes, your word will carry weight. Your word, hallelujah, will topple, amen, the plans of the enemy. Your word will bring clarity and direction to wherever God has called you, amen, to function and to speak on his behalf. Oh, may God place his word. God said, I have put my words in your mouth. Verse 10, this is where I'm going. See today, I have appointed you over the nations and the kingdoms. Open your eyes and see. Based on what I have done, see today. Not when you feel like it. Not when you're in America. Not earlier when you fly down to Japan. Not when, amen, you fly down to, you know, Korea. See today from this point. From this position that you are, I have appointed you. Hallelujah. I hope somebody is hearing me. Hallelujah. That it is not, it is not, amen. It is not you traveling to the place. It is God putting his words and authority over you to speak over the realm. See today, I have appointed you over nations and kingdoms. Friends, we are in the day where God, amen, is, is redistributing, amen, ministries, hallelujah, to those whom he has prepared, whom he has touched, and whom he has placed his words upon their, upon their lips. There are those of us here in South Africa, God has given us a position, hallelujah, to speak as his regent, amen, over the nation of America, over the nation of France, over the nation, hallelujah, yes, of Germany, over the nations of Cameroon, over the nations of Nigeria, over the nation, hallelujah, of, of Cote d'Ivoire. God has placed, is placing, amen, his words upon our lips that when we speak, things begin to change over those realms. The spirit of the watchman. The spirit of intercession is falling and coming upon us again as God continues to train and prepare us and, and infuse his spirit upon us. We will rise and we will speak. Hallelujah. You see, I've got some flags behind me. As a flag of Germany, I've got the flag of France, I've got that of America. And of course, you know, hallelujah, this is South Africa and this is Israel. I say I have other flags, but I don't, my place is too small. You know, I walked into a, 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 a shop one day. I just walked into the shop and there were these flags all over, you know, just stacked. And my wife was the first person that saw it. And she took the flag. She took the flag. She said, I know you will love these flags. I said, of course, you know that. Immediately, I paid for the flag. I said, God, you're speaking to me. This is how I got this flag. Yes, you know, Israel, yeah? You understand? Of course, the South Africa one has been here. That's France. That's Germany. That's United States. We still have, I still, I think I still have one or two more. You understand? Of course, there's no place to place them. What am I saying? God is, God, God is like God is saying, I'm, I'm committing this nation. I mean, we just walk into the shop, you know? Auspice shop. We just walk into the auspice shop. Yeah, this flag. I said, so you mean somebody just gave away this flag? Well, 
God is speaking to me. I took the flags. They, 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 they become earlier. Yes, my own. So every day when we pray, we're praying for these nations earlier. God's intention, God's counsel will be fulfilled. You better understand that God has placed a nation in your heart. God has placed, he's placing a nation in your heart earlier. Maybe it's Israel. The Bible said for many years, Israel was without a true God. Maybe God is going to use you earlier to begin to restore his authority, his position, amen, into this realm of South Africa or into America, wherever you are, hallelujah, or God can use it beyond your boundary. Listen, we live in a day where you don't need to fly into a region, amen, to make impact. You did hear I just said? I said, we live in a day where you don't need to fly. I don't need to be in, in America. In fact, you know that, amen, my highest followers on social media are from, are from America, you know, yes, from all the platforms, so I've got a burden for, for the nation of America because I know if America gets it right, because that's a nation of great influence, amen, and that's why the, the enemy is battling for the soul of that nation, why? Because that nation by design, amen, yes, is a yeast, America is a yeast hallelujah, wherever you put that that spirit of America it changes, it transforms the place either for good or for bad, so if we amen, who are good, amen take hold of that spirit and begin to shape and form that spirit amen and plant it within the doors of the nation oh jesus things will begin to happen are you getting it you've got to understand the ways of god the move of god you have to see beyond amen your little you know uh, 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 you know room you've got to see beyond your little cocoon you've got to see beyond your little environment amen we are nation driven hallelujah we are nation oriented hallelujah i want you to be nation oriented when you pray your prayer should be governmental your prayer hallelujah, should affect nations your prayer should go beyond just God bless me and myself and my family. Your prayer earlier must be used. Use that which God has given to you to transform the realm, to transform the sphere, to transform cities, nation. Hallelujah. To uproot. That's where I'm going. See today, I have appointed you over nations and kingdom to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, to overthrow. Karabashayamba. See today, I have appointed you. Don't abdicate your position of appointment. Don't abdicate your position of appointment. God wanted to restore His glory and His presence in a day where His ark has been captured. If you read, you know, First Samuel, you understand. You begin to read First Samuel. You see that you see the objective of God's purpose for this young Levi. For this young priest, amen, that will one day grow to become not just, amen, a judge, but also a prophet over the nation, Samuel. And you begin to see the movement of God when you read, amen, Samuel chapter 3 and chapter 4. You begin to see, amen, the concept of the bringing back of the presence of God. Of course, you know that the ark of God was captured. And to me, it seems as if, amen, we live in a day where the ark of God has been captured from, you know, from those who, who claim to be custodians of the ark. Because when you look at what we're doing today, it's like we're entertaining ourselves. 
you ask yourself is this church or you know a mickey mouse center is this a church is this is this a gathering of the people of god or is it just you know a, a nightclub or a social club you know because today you don't know the difference amen uh, of what the church is that's why we have to begin to redefine amen what the gathering of the people of god means what does it mean for us to have fellowship what does it mean for us to come together because if we don't begin to redefine this thing less him what we're doing is tantamount to you know you know having a club many churches today are no better than a clubhouse yes we sing we sing the kind of song we want to sing you understand yeah and you know in a club you have to pay you, you know you pay you either pay for a subscription or you pay as you enter it's the same thing we do in what we call church today you understand yeah we pay at the end of the day you know the pastor smiles on because a lot of people means a lot of money you know more, more, more you know more people more money it's all entertainment it's all entertainment it's all entertainment and that's why amen we, we we prepare the people for the next for the next show you know it's all about show it's all about show so what is what is the church what is the body of christ what does it mean for you know a people to come together the bible said when they came together and pray the place shook there was literally earthquake the place shook the place shook Paul and Silas in the prison, they had fellowship, they were praying. The Bible says the place shook, amen. The chains fell off their hand, prisoners escaped, amen. And they thought Paul and Silas was going to escape. And the guys said, No, we are here, we are here. These people, they turned the wall up. There was something on the inside of them that they were persuaded of. You see, today we're playing games. We go, go to church, it's just entertainment. You know, and many of us choose the kind of church. There are some people that go to, you know, your Hillsong church, you know, that's the hype, you know, <laughs> you know the hip hop church. <laughs> and some say, oh, no, no, we just want it mellow and cool. So they stay in their Anglican and their, you know, you understand? Yeah. And even those ones too, they say, no, 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 we don't want to remain just mellow. No, we want to put some hype, you know, because it seems hype is working. You know, we're, we're losing members. We're losing members. We're losing members. So what's going on? What's the trend? All right. All right. So now they allow, you know, was it last, last year? Yes, last year. There was a particular Baptist church, yes, in America. I mean, they were hosting, you know, uh, uh, this rag, uh, 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 allowing, you know, uh, a meeting. And you must see the kind of things that was going on. And you must see the people. I mean, this guy was in front of the church preaching to them and saying, Yes, we're in that day where you take the gospel back to the church. This guy, and they were stoning this guy with all kinds of things Coke can, you know, in all bottles. They were stoning them. Can you believe that? A Christian preaching to another Christian. And I said, we're, That's the day we're living. The civil wars began in the house of God. And we have to preach the word because the people must know. We must know the truth from the lies. Are you getting to my point? God is doing a work in our day, but it's going to take a man, a people whose eyes have been opened in the place of prayer. You see, where your eyes are open, they will give you a burden. Remember one of the things that I said about vision. All right, how do you know that God has called you to do something? God places a burden in your heart. It places a burden. 
The Bible says the zeal of my father's house has consumed me. He didn't look at how grand, how beautiful, amen, the temple is, the chandelier is. He didn't look at, amen, the, 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 the number of years, amen, that that thing has been in construction. He didn't look at the size and the quality and, and the order and the respect of the people in the house. The Bible says the zeal of the Lord consuming. He went into the house, amen, made a weep, hallelujah. I just love that aspect about Jesus. He made a whip. Throw their, 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 their money changing table. Hallelujah. He released the doves. And all of this they want to do in the name of the Lord. I mean, that's, 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 that's the best you can get of Jesus Christ. And somebody will say that what we're saying, we're trying to challenge it. Jesus began to challenge the system. He challenged the system. He went for that. He told his disciple when his disciple didn't get the memo, they're still looking at the building. They say, oh, what a structure. Did you see that building that's, you know, uh, 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 Winner's Church built? Did you see that's the size of that church? Do you see how big, how large? Did you see that one? That, 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 that one there, the American pastor built. Did you see the structure? Did you see? Did you see the size? Jesus looked at that thing and he, he, he looked at his, his disciples at, at the face and said, not one stone will be left unturned. It's coming down. Ah, Jesus, come on, don't be a killjoy. This thing, you know, is our heritage. They build this thing to make a point, to prove a point. Absolutely. That's why it's coming down. Because it's not glorifying God. We build things that have taken the eyes of the people away from God. Now we begin to look at what men have built. See what our hands have built. Every house is built by a man, but God is the builder of all things. Except the Lord builds the house. The builder, they are building, but in vain. Except the Lord watches the, the city, the watchman, no matter how awakened you are, how, 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 how secure you think you are. Except the Lord watches you. You're vulnerable. Somebody picking the voice of God this morning. For many years, Israel has been without a true God. Without a, without, without a priest to instruct them. And without the law. See today. I'm reading Jeremiah 1. 10. I have appointed you over the nation. Over kingdoms. To uproot. What are we uprooting? The ideas, the wrong beliefs, the wrong philosophy, the wrong thinking, the foreign doctrines, the lies that they have imparted, the lies that they are infusing into our minds. We are uprooting them. See, today I have called you to uproot some. You will literally tear them down, tearing down, casting down strongholds. Oh, friends, there are strongholds today in our midst. You know that, like I know. Strong old, strong position, amen, of belief. You believe in a lie. No, no, you're wrong. Have you seen certain people? They will argue with you if you're not careful. They will slap you on your face. They will, they will so argue with you. But the argument is based on nothing, on lies, on deceits. Be careful of what you believe. Be careful of what you believe is truth. How do we test truth? What are the what are the litmus tests we need? Hallelujah! To identify if something is true or error. The Bible says, "Amen." There are people who turn the truth to a lie. 
They, they are master in taking the truth and turning it into a lie. We live in that day where you be, what, what you are looking at, you can touch it. You can, you can touch it, but it's not real. What a day. What a day. People are creating, amen, their own world. They are creating their own reality. What a day we live in, friends. Where you can create, that's why, you see, the battle, we, we keep saying it. We don't even understand what it means when we say the battle of the last is the battle of the mind. There are, there are machines, there are systems, there are technology today that can create for you a false reality, a false reality. Living within the context, amen, of an illusional world. Living within the context, amen, of a world built around, you know, illusion. Illusion is not real. It's a mirage. People are embracing it. What do you believe? The truth you claim you believe. Is it truly a truth? If it's a truth, are you seeing the fruit? Can you identify the fruit? Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. This speaks to everything about life and creation. This is not just limited to amen, a gospel you preach for somebody to get saved and go to heaven. No. Jesus is the way, is the truth, is the life. That speaks, amen, on the level of psychology. That speaks on the level of philosophy. That speaks, amen, on the level of, amen, of our emotion. It speaks on the level, hallelujah, of our intelligence. It speaks on the level of science. It speaks, hallelujah, on the level of physics. It speaks on the level of biology. It speaks earlier on the level of finance, of the economy of the world. I am the way, the truth, I am the life. Why? Because he creates all things and everything functions earlier. There is there is principle, there is ways, there is intention, there is desire, is objective for creation. Amen. Is what defines the truth, not what you assume it is. You can't wake up one morning and decide, well. I think I want to become a woman, but you're a man. Like I said some time ago, don't you know that manhood is a vision, is a calling, is a purpose? Even if you decide not to get married, because listen, marriage does not define your manhood. What defines your manhood is the vision of God, the seed of God impregnated within your spirit. Or else Jesus would have been married. But he's not a woman, he's a man. But he never got married and he fulfilled his mission. Oh God, help me here. Oh Lord, manhood is not defined by the fact that you oh I, I, well, I got married. So why you, why do you want to kill yourself because you have not found a woman? Why do you want to kill yourself because you have not found a man? Hallelujah. Listen to this. Listen to this. The male man does not define your joy. The male man, hallelujah, was designed and defined, amen, to bring fulfillment to that which God has called you, hallelujah, to carry out. If you don't know the purpose of God for your life and you think when you connect to somebody or when you go somewhere or when you have something, then you find fulfillment. Oh, that is the greatest lie that you have bought. That is the greatest lie you have bought. God brings people and things into our life to help us accomplish his vision, his dream. That's why you can you can be married, amen, and you have 
everything that you think you need, everything that people are looking for, the dream house, the dream car, you understand? You have, maybe you want three kids, you have three kids, and you still find yourself unfulfilled, and you're like, what's going on? All right, because those things are addition to the primary reason, to the primary purpose, why God brought two people together, for this reason, <laughs> for this reason shall a man live and be cleave. Whatever makes a man to live and cleave. Not the woman living and cleaving is the man. I mean, you would have assumed that it's the woman that lives to cleave to the man. No, but God says it's the man. Because it, man is the, is the arrowhead of God's vision. Man is the one that must go ahead. So he's the one that leaves the house. Not the woman. The woman follows him. In God's wisdom, the man is the leader. Is the one that initiates where they are going, not the woman. The woman, of course, based on God's plan and purpose, must know that this is the man God designed me to follow. Or else you're following the wrong man. you forever be fighting him. you forever arguing with him. you forever trying to be the one doing the guide, guiding. Because all right, you have more knowledge. You have more money. You have more influence. You are more out, you know, outgoing. You, 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 you know, no. All of those things that you have is to enhance the man. It's not to challenge him. This is what is called the full gospel. <laughs> My, my 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 husband is not not that you know touche. Well, that's the reason why they gave you all of those things so you can make him. Mm -hmm. Oh come on, somebody doesn't like this. This is the truth. Powerful men of God, who got place, you know, women in their life to build them. I can't remember. There's a particular man of God who even could not read, could not read and write properly. The wife taught him. The wife was his teacher. And this man, amen, ended up writing one of the best, you know, commentaries in the Bible. Thompson, if not, it's not Thompson Chains. Hey, Dick Bible, Dick, Dick Bible. I could remember it is Dick, Dick Bible. In fact, I wonder where Dick Bible, you know, is. These days you don't hear of Dick Bible again. I used to use that material back in the days to teach. Good reference. That man could not speak English. It was the wife who trained him, who taught him, who, who taught him how to write, who taught him. Oh, uh, uh, no, a stupid man, he can't even read. He look at how he's making mistakes. Well, that's why they gave they gave you who you are who you who have degree, you who who is the doctor, you who is the professor. That's why they gave you. <laughs> you see what I say? If you don't understand why they gave you a gift, you will abuse the gift. We're still talking about prayer because see, all of this thing must help us to understand. If you don't understand why they gave you certain grace and giftings, you don't understand why they place you in certain places. Listen, you will abuse. You will forever be asking why. Why me? Why me, Lord? Why me? No. No, there's a reason why, amen, you are giving, you are called, hallelujah, you are placed. Listen to this. Leadership does not mean control because that's what, amen, is in our mind. You need to go read my book, amen, on redefining, hallelujah, yes, the concept of the kingdom. I explain what leadership is. Leadership doesn't mean abuse, doesn't mean control. Leadership does not mean I'm always right. Leadership is about vision, amen. And every vision needs good manage, good, good, good management. And that's why God gave us, amen, beautiful women. 
Because women by design are managers. Men by design, amen, are visioneers. The fact that I can see something, I understand something, doesn't mean that I know how, amen, to implement that thing. I need people in my life to help me to implement. You see how the Lord is leading us? Because we have to come to maturity in this season. Are you getting it? You see how God, all of this we're talking about prayer. Because you can't be praying a wrong prayer. Uh, uh, God, you know, <laughs> kill. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. God is not going to answer a prayer that is not in agreement with his intention. <laughs> a prayer that is not in agreement. A prayer that is seeking, amen, to, you know, to, to derail his desire and his design in your life. God is not going to answer such a prayer. Many of the challenges that we're having today, basically, amen, is because we don't understand the issues of vision, purpose. See, I told you, purpose would define, yes, certain grace, giftings, certain skill, purpose. Yes, if you know, they gave, they gave you a very quiet man and you want to ride him because the man is very quiet and you are the outgoing time. There's a reason why, see, God never puts two people that are alike together, never. God never brings two people who are alike. We, we like the same thing. Have you heard? You must marry your friend. Yes, you marry your friend, but you marry the friend you can submit to. You marry a friend that you can respect. You marry a friend that you can honor. You marry a friend that can say, sit down there, you are ready to sit down there. Not, no, 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 no. No, Sis, listen to this. Marriage is not about dishonor. And marriage is not a place, amen, where you abuse familiarity. Because listen, the moment familiarity comes into the issues of vision, the, the whole person purpose, the essence of, of God bringing two people together begins to collapse. Even if it's a ministry. Even if it's a church. Don't love the man and hate the vision of the man. That's error. See some people, they go to church not because of the vision of the man. They'll go to church because of the man. Because the way the man drives, because you know, I just like the man. Oh, I, I just love that man. Oh, no, no. You don't go to church for carnal reason. You don't go to church because you like somebody. You are not attending a particular church because, well, uh, well, the church is close to us. I told you about somebody that I know in Joburg, all right? This person ministering in Durban, all right? This person got a ministry in Durban. And they moved from, this person moved from Durban, excuse me, from Joburg to Durban just to be part of that church. That is what is called Vision. You don't go to church because of proximity. Well, it's just some few miles. You see, people say, oh, we want us. You hear people, the redeemed Christian church of God, they say, we want to build, you know, church in every street so that people can just take a stroll to the church. That is against the values and the principles of God. To go to church, the Bible says you have to travel. You have to go. You want to worship God. You have to take a journey. There's no place where they say the things of God, Amen are designed to be convenient. The church is not the convenient center. People want to come to church, they must walk. I see this crazy nonsense thing they do in South Africa. You provide the people a vehicle. Except the people are living in a far place. You provide them a vehicle to come to church. No wonder the people are not ready. They are never ready. They never grow up. They never mature. Because there's no sacrifice. To the things of God, you provide them a church, a, 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 a transportation, and then you still give them food. You still listen. If you want to do that as a department of providing food, that's good. 
but not because you want them to come to church. Do you think the people will ever grow? Do you think they will ever come to the knowledge of why God has put them in certain situation and condition? Everything has got a divine objective. Oh, Jesus, help me here. Oh, yeah, you better listen well. All of you providing transportation to get people to your church. Listen. Well, <laughs> let me leave it there. <laughs> I don't want to be distracted by these little things. Because at some point, listen, they will stop coming. Because they will never be fulfilled, they will never be satisfied. Listen, if your church is God knows where, if people hear the truth and they love what they hear and that thing is feeding them, guess what? They will make their way there. They will make their way there. I don't want to say, well, that's how I grew up, but I grew up walking to church. Some good distance. Now wake up early in the morning. Because there's a drive. We live in a day where there's no more drive. There's no drive to, to serve God. There's no drive to pray. There's no drive to do anything. There's no drive to serve. I mean, everything we're just doing is based on convenience. Because the world we live in today, amen, is a, is a, is a world that is selling, selling us the lie of convenience. They tell you, well, it's a drive, it's a drive through, uh, 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 um, you know, eatery. The last time I think we and my wife, we family, we went somewhere. I said, "Is this a drive-through or way-through?" They give you a false image. Oh, this is a drive-through. No, we were waiting for almost half an hour on the queue because something God knows something is not working. God, we, we were. I'm like, I had to get up the of the car and say, "Hey, what's going on here? We've been waiting." But they tell you, "Oh, it's a drive-through." You see, they create a false a false image in your mind. Drive-through is not a drive-through. God help us. See today, I have appointed you over the nations and over kingdoms to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, to overthrow. Have you seen all of that? It seems negative. Yes. Because God is in the business of tearing down whatever is not of him. Of pulling down whatever is not of him. But God doesn't stop there. But God said, Amen. I also want you to what? To build and to plant. So we have to understand, amen, these two order, these two concepts, to build and to plant. As we tear down, as we approve that which is not, excuse me, that which is not of God, that which does not relate, that which does not connect, amen, with God's intentions for our life. As we tear them down, we must also be engineers who are builders. And this is where, amen, a strong kingdom governmental apostolic ministry amen must become part of our culture yes it is the culture of the apostolic to tear them but to also to plant and to build what are we building in this season we're building amen a kingdom mindset a governmental amen authority within our life within our structure within our value system we're building that which will give us that which will enhance our competence that which amen will take us from where we are to the place amen that god will have us you know to be we're building that which will allow us to see into the realm of the spirit we're building that which will allow us to engage with principalities and power over the realms we're building that which will 
give us the authority to cast and to tear down, to pull down. Amen. And we're also building that to which you allow, amen, our children, amen, and posterity to break forth and move into God's intention and, and desire for their life. We want to build that which will make our home strong and marriage strong. We want to build that which will give us a sense of purpose, purpose designed and defined, amen, by God's vision, God's dream, not something somebody gave to you. Not something society gave to you. Not something, an idea. Oh, you got an idea. No, no, no. Something that even has implanted within your spirit. Hallelujah. We, we want to build that. We want to encourage you, amen, to grow, to develop, to become an instrument, amen, that is carrying the seed of God and that is willing to manifest heaven's divine intention. That's, that's, that, that's what we're building. You ready? Are you willing? Are you prepared? Oh, friends, there's so much we need to say, but I think I need to begin a roundup. Are you getting this, friends? For many years, many years, many years, decades, Israel was without the true God. So who was in charge? Well, well, how were they getting their sense of, you know, direction? You know, so for many years, to be without the true God means you pray, amen, and your prayers are missed. Yeah, you're fasting, you're fasting, amen. It's out of order, amen. Whatever you're doing is not aligning, it's not speaking to heaven's divine counsel and, and, and plans and purposes. You're going to church, but you're not hearing God because Israel, as a nation, as a realm, is without the true God. In other words, everything everybody's doing there is just hocus pocus, mysterious nonsense, amen. People are going here and there, amen, running here and there, but their, their life is not in agreement, it's not in connection with the ways of God, amen. The fire has gone off on the altar. You understand? There are no priests seeking to walk with God, seeking to please God. Everybody's doing their own thing. Amen. But it's just for, amen. Yes, bread and, you know, just to eat. Survivor. You understand? Ministry today, survivor. Survivor. Nobody's sacrificing. Nobody's going the way of the wilderness. Nobody's going the way, hallelujah, of Zion. Nobody wants to take, amen, the road of Baca that will lead you, hallelujah, to, to Zion. No. Nobody wants to go, amen, the bitter way. Nobody wants to drink the bitter pill. No, everybody wants it nice and cool. If the man of God says something you don't like on the pulpit, you walk out of the church. You stop giving offerings, stop giving your tithes, you stop assisting as if you are in charge. That's the world we live in today. Come on, friends. That has to change. You have to understand that you're committed because of what God infused in your spirit. That even when the man of God is not there, the work of God continues because there are people who understand what it means to be committed. We want a generation of men and women who are committed to the cause of the kingdom, not to the cause of a man. Don't give because you want a promotion. Don't give because a man, you want to be recognized. I Give because you know you've been called, you've been assigned, you've been sander. Hallelujah. And I'm not just talking about giving limited to money. Give your time, give your prayer. Hallelujah. Give your relationship, give your friendship. Amen. Be committed to the cause, be committed to the assignment, be committed to the mandate. Amen. If you see children coming to church and, and they don't have anybody teaching them, God has placed that burden in your heart. Gather them. Hallelujah. Yes, do something outside the box because God has given us grace. Listen, some of the grace God has given you. May take you out of where you where you're fellowshipping. May take you out of amen the mindset. There are things God wants us to do, but you cannot fulfill it amen within the religious context, within the traditional context of of the church you're attending. Oh, I'm speaking to those people right now. Yeah, and you're struggling, but I want to. Carry. This vision is bothering you. And every time you go to the man of God, he says no, 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 no. It's not time yet. No, no, no. It's because there are no room. 
There's no room for such a thing to fit in. You can't, you can't force your way into something that is not part of maybe the man's vision. Maybe the man's calling. You understand? You've got to know all of this thing. We need to wake up. I'm trying to help people to answer a lot of questions. Some of us, you've outgrown the message you're hearing. And the reason for that is because maybe the leader, the pastor, the man of God, amen, it's not growing, it's not increasing. But God is feeding you, placing certain things in your heart, all right? And you see yourself, come on, but this thing is for kindergartens. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm moving to higher grades. And every time it's like there's, there's a wedge, there's a fight. No, maybe it's time for you to leave. Yeah. And you don't have to leave quarreling and fighting. No. Because the field is big. The field is wide. Earlier. The, Jesus looked at the field and said it's white already to be harvested. We need harvesters. We need trained, mature, equipped harvesters. Come on. We need harvesters who can pray, who can watch by night. Men and women who are willing to pray the will of God, hallelujah, into existence, into their, into their community. Come on. Join me this morning as we lift our hands and say, Lord, we ask of you this morning to come into our life as we repent of our waywardness, as we repent of our foolishness, as we repent, oh God, of our prayerlessness. We want, to, we want this altar to be refixed. Because we cannot deal with the systems of our day. We cannot deal with Jezebel. We cannot deal with Ahab and their false prophets. If our altar remain broken. So Father we pray. Give us the spirit of Elijah. That we may fix. That we may repair the altar. Want to fix. Want to repair the altar. The altar of our prayer life. The altar of our commitment. The altar of our service to you. Yes, you said the fire must not go off the altar. It must burn day and night. Lord, we ask you, God, grant us grace. Grant us knowledge. Grant us the wisdom how to rebuild. Grant us the spirit of an engineer. We want to rebuild, oh God. We want to rebuild. We want to build. We want to build. We want to build. Yes, the altar. The altar where our prayer, oh God, can be purpose-driven, can be vision-driven. Grant us, oh God, the grace, the wisdom, the knowledge, the competence, oh God. Yes, Lord, to pray. We want to bring back your presence. We want to bring back your glory into our community, into our society. We want our life to become, oh God, a true reflection of your demand. Help us, Spirit of the living God. Touch us, Spirit of the living God. Awaken, oh God, your fire in us again. Awaken your passion again in our heart. Grant us, oh God, a burden, oh God. Help us to be one man's army like David oh God help us to be dressed for this new day help us to undress ourselves from the from the wear from the garment oh God from the armories of Saul father we pray in the name of your son Jesus Christ uh, equip us lead us we want to hear your voice send us oh God he said go to the stream and fetch for yourself five smooth stones bring us to obedience Bring us to the day of obedience. Lead us to the stream. He leads me beside the still water. You see, water flowing in the stream, you can see what is underneath. It's not trouble. You see, the weapon that killed Goliath was taken from a stream that is pure, that is clean. Yes, the pure in heart will see God. You see, 
I said the weapon that killed Goliath came from a flowing stream, a clean stream, a clean stream, a clean stream, not a troubled water, not a polluted water, not a confused mind. They said, go to the stream, fetch, get five smooth stones. Oh, Jesus, help us to follow, to walk in obedience. He said, when our obedience is complete, then we will marshal the capacity and grace to destroy, yes, to destroy the works of the enemy. When our obedience is complete, may we come to the day of complete obedience. Complete obedience means matured obedience. You see, there are certain obedience that is very frivolous, you know, soulish, you know, childish. And yet there are things God is calling us to that requires maturity. You know you are going to the cross and you stick your heart, you stick your head out. You say, let's go. Hallelujah. There are, there are things that a child wants to do, but when he gets to the play of place of fear, he turns back. Turns back. No, no, no. I can't, go, I can't continue. But that's where mature, well-equipped people continue. They, were, they are afraid, but they continue. You see, you see, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage, hallelujah, is the presence of fear, but yet determined to bring to pass that which has been assigned. May God give us the courage that we will go beyond fear, that we will break the hold of fear, for God has not given to us the spirit of fear. God has not given to you the spirit of fear, but of power of love and of soundness of mind. You see, when you have soundness of mind, you will not be afraid because you know who have sent you. When you are afraid, it's because you are not sure of who sent you. When you are afraid, it's because you are not certain of who sent you. You see, we, we, we are not afraid, amen, of the person we are taking a message to. We should be afraid, amen, of the king who sent us. We ask, oh God, that we'll come to the place, oh God, of complete obedience, complete agreement, complete submission, complete compliance to your voice, to your mind, to your desire, to your intention. Help us to stop vacillating Help us to stop being here and there. Help us, oh God. Yes, to be to be a people that you have placed on the straight, but yet called narrow path. The straight, the path called straight and narrow. Help us, oh God, to go through the eyes of a needle. Why? Because we have shed off every weight and sin. Spirit of the Lord, we ask you, oh God, to grant us competence, capacity, resource, grace, ability, relationship, people that can be there for us, supporting us to see to the fullness of your intentions. Oh, Father, we honor you this morning. May we go beyond the minds of religion. May we go beyond the condemnations of men. No, you have not condemned us. You say, woman, rise. I have not condemned you. Where are your accusers? May we go beyond, yes, the point of accusation the accusations of men that want to chain us down that want to 
bring us down. May we break away from the accusation of man. May we rise up in the authority of your spirit and begin to break into, yes, Father, the, 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 the frontier of your intentions for our life. May we become a prophetic generation, a people, oh God, yes, whose life, oh God, have been designed for such a time as this. We rise and we declare, Lord, that we are not afraid. We are not afraid. We are not afraid. We are not afraid. For you have not given to us the spirit of fear. We rise up this day and we begin to break barriers. We break limitation in the name of Jesus. We declare that the Lord God Almighty is our strength. You said, Jeremiah, this day I have appointed you over the nations and over kingdoms. Yes, to tear down, to root out, to uproot, to pull down. Yes, to plant and to build. Lord, we declare that we come into this order of the two-edged ministry. We come into these two streams of ministry. We cast down, we pull down, we uproot, we throw down that which is not of you, that which will not bring glory and honor to you. Yet, Lord, we also wear the capacity and the competence, the skill and the grace of a build like, like Nehemiah. We declare that we will build, oh God, as you speak to us about the days of David. You said in the last day you will restore, you will rebuild the tabernacle, the fallen tent of David. We said this is the day, this is the hour where the tent of David is a structure of life, is a philosophy of life, is a position of culture, kingdom culture. Yes, Lord, we declare that we are the tabernacle of David that are, that have been built, that is being restored in this season in time, Lord, that we may house your presence and glory and power and your economy. Oh, Father, we receive this day in the name of Jesus, all the fullness of your spirit. We receive this day all the grace, all the all the resources, oh God, to, to become indeed an influencer in the nations, in society. We declare that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can say to this mountain, be removed and be cast yonder. We say to the mountains, oh God, of humanism, of wrong philosophy, wrong belief system, in the name of Jesus, we say to the mountains, yes, of ungodliness, perversion, corruption, wickedness, we say to you in the name of Jesus, be removed and be cast yonder. Lord Jesus, we declare that we wear, Almighty God, the effort, the garment, oh God, of a priest. We stick our stand this day, offering unto you sacrifice, living coal, living sacrifice, our life as an incense, rising up to you, oh God, saturating the realms and the atmosphere of our homes, of our community, of our nation. We declare, Lord, your church is emerging. Your church is emerging. We are the church of the third day. We are the church of the last day. We are the church with trumpeter, yes, in their mouth. We are the church with lanterns in their hands. We are the church, yes, with the sword of the spirit in their hands and in their mouth. We declare, Lord, that we are the church, yes, consumer, purified by fire. In the name of Jesus, wash, cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Yes, yes, sprinkle and wash by the water. Thank you, Lord, that we receive this baptism. We declare Jesus. We receive this baptism. Yes, your word declared that there are baptisms that we must we must take, we must experience for us to come to fullness. We journey on with you. We come to the day of perfection. We come to the day of teleos. We come to the day of the mature sons. In the name of Jesus, the world is waiting. Yes, anxiously waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. We declare that we are that son. Yes, we are your sons manifesting in this season, in this end of days, in this 21st century. Lord, we declare your church as you designed it uh, for this period in time, in this year 2023. Lord, we declare that we 
begin to emerge, we begin to flow in, we begin to wear the garment, the, the color that you that you have designed for 2023 as you made of Joseph a coat of many colors, law defining, oh God, each reality of the seasons of his journey. We declare this day that we begin to wear the color that you have ordained for us in this season in the name of Jesus. We declare there's a season of abundance and yet there's a season of famine in this first seven years oh God of abundance we begin to store we begin to store we store we store in the revelation of Jesus we start in, yes, wisdom. We say wisdom build this house in the name of Jesus. Wisdom builds this house in the name of Jesus. We store, we store knowledge, we store understanding. As 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 Joseph said, yes, yes to Pharaoh. The first seven years is a is a period of abundance, and he gave them the technology build storehouses father may we have the capacity to begin to build storehouses within our spirit come on enlarge your spirit enlarge your spirit enlarge your tent enlarge your coast let god begin to yes begin to build in you right now things that will house hallelujah the things of the spirit yes because indeed a days of famine is coming a season of famine is coming it will come it will not delay but right now you are receiving yes a, a, a season of the release of fresh bread God is visiting the land again with bread, fresh bread begin to store bread begin to store revelation, begin to store truth, begin to come into compliance, begin to come into direction instruction in the name of Jesus, the days are coming where there shall be famine not of physical food but of spiritual food, get yourself ready and prepare, come on, begin to expand, begin to yes, allow the Lord to do a renovation in your life certain things must be pulled down to make room make room for the lord come on make room for the lord are you hearing the voice of god in my prayer hallelujah make room for the lord make room for for the lord in your home in your mind make room for the lord make room make time let god begin to infuse you let him take you on a journey let him show you certain things that you will come into yes in the days to come oh spirit of the lord Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the living God, we make room for you. We prepare the room for you. The Bible says, and there was no room in the inn. There was no place for the Lord to birth the new things of his season. And so, they had to find a place called the, man the manger. Handarabasiyada. If all you have is a manger, then make room for him. Make room for the Lord. Hallelujah. But just make sure you make room for the Lord in this year. Divine access. Divine access. Divine alignment. Come on. Come into a point where you have a reason to pray it's called a purpose-driven prayer why are you praying what is the object of your prayer what is the mission what is the purpose of your prayer spirit of the lord we honor you we glorify you 
We thank you for what your spirit is doing in this season in time. Perfect your work in our life. Thank you, Lord, that no weapon of the enemy formed or fashion against us will prosper. We surrender to you, O oh God. We yield our lives to you. We present our homes, our family, children, ministry, assignment, whatever it is that our life represents, we present them to you. Have your way. Be glorified. Take your place. Be exalted, King of glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, mighty God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. For he shall come like a refining fire. We will be able to stand in the day of his coming. He that will come will come. He will not delay. But prepare for his coming. Oh, hallelujah. Prepare for his coming. Father, we thank you. Honor and glory be unto you, Lamb of God. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the impact and imprint. Thank you, Father, for healing and deliverance. Thank you, Father, for restoration. Thank you, Father, for the things that you are doing right now in the life of those who are watching me right now. I minister to you wherever you need God right now to minister to. Come on, stand with me in faith, in agreement. I declare in the name of Jesus right now that you are being touched. Yes, you are being imparted in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. The spirit of righteousness, uh, the spirit of healing, the spirit of deliverance. Uh, I declare in the name of Jesus right now, you are coming into understanding. You are coming into clarity. Confusion be gone in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of destruction, let it be gone. Commit yourself right now to the way of God to the path of God rededicate yourself to the Lord yes rededicate yourself to the Lord let God begin to do a new thing in your life allow his water his water to wash you you have been washed right now by the washing of the water through the word of God you are being cleansed right now you are being purified right now the Lord is doing a new thing receive the mind of Christ receive healing receive deliverance in the name of Jesus be transformed in the name of Jesus by the renewing of your mind come on begin to love those God's word again. Begin to love God's word again. The word of God is your anchor. The word of God is your strength. The word of God is your direction. The word of God is your light. The word of God will illuminate you. Wisdom will build you. Wisdom will train you. Wisdom will equip you. In the name of Jesus, I declare that, yes, that uh, uh, door, uh, uh, axe right now is sharpened. Uh, uh, I just picked that in my spirit. And somebody, somebody, you've been using an you know a dull axe they say if they if the axe be dull then it require it requires much strength yes i guess that's ecclesiastes 10 10 you've been you've been doing ministry by might and power you've been trying you've been forcing your way you've been trying to do things yes by your own strength they say bring the axe yes to the house of the goldsmith to the uh, to the house of the blacksmith bring your axe let me sharpen it for you said the lord let me sharpen it let me show you the new ways of my spirit the new intentions and guidance and direction of how to do things effectively yes bring bring the axe bring it yes to the to the blacksmith uh, 
put it in the fire let me let me let me sharpen it for you yes that your axe will cut through that your axe will cut down that your axe will cut yes the necessary wood that you need to build these things that I've called you to do you will not do it by might you will not do it by by power I have given you an axe but it is dull it is dull bring it and let me sharpen it Father, we honor your name. We honor your name for what you're doing in the life of your people right now. In the name of Jesus. You don't want to operate with dull acts in this season in time. You don't want to operate with dull, dull acts. Dull, dull acts. Yes, I know you've got an iron, but you've got an axe, but it's dull, it's dull. It requires, amen, to be brought into the place, amen, yes, of, of, of reshapening. Hallelujah. Bring it to the house of the blacksmith. That's what they call the blacksmith. It deals with iron. That's what they call, hallelujah, a, a, a silversmith. It deals with the materials of redemption. And that is what they call, hallelujah, a goldsmith, hallelujah. It deals with the values and the qualities amen of our kingdom mandate of our kingdom assignment hallelujah instruments that God used for his divine intention if they if they ask me down it requires strength strength is not just what we need in this life strength is good when it's combined hallelujah with an excellent you know skill with an ex excellent material with an excellent axe, with an excellent hallelujah, uh, 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 whatever tool it is, amen. Strength is good when that thing is aligning, amen, with the right tool, with the correct tool. A lot of ministry will be will be burning out, will be dying out, as we have seen in the past. But many will still die out, you see, because they are trying to use strength, trying to do it by might and power. No. A day comes, you have to let go of that axe. You, you give it to the blacksmith, to the to the one who, amen, who knows what to do. And you say, well, so what am I going to be using <laughs> when I give my, you say, that's a problem. You want to keep holding on to it, but the thing, amen, is dull. Come to the house. Come to the house of the potter. Let them reshape you to the, to the present, amen. Uh -uh, uh -uh, you know, a structure that will carry that will house the things of the spirit not too long ago the Lord spoke to me that we are moving beyond you know a, a wine skin you see the problem with the church is still we're still trying to carry the new things of God in the old wine skin we're moving beyond earlier the container we need to understand the present container of the things of the spirit hallelujah glory to Jesus Glory to Jesus. What a day. What a day. What, what an impression. What an impartation. What a ministration. Be ministered to. In your soul. In your spirit. In your body. Be ministered to in every area of your life. Receive the ministrations of the Lord. Receive the ministrations of the spirit. Receive the impartations of the Lord. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. 
I declare you are healed mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You are healed, amen, in your body. Your finance right now, yes, is being redirected. Yes, God is providing for you. God is making a way for you. God is making a way for you. You will have enough to carry out God's intention. You will have enough to do that which heaven has ordained and desired you for. You will not lack anything good. He supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Stick to the path. Stick to the voice of God and let him continue to guide you. He will guide you to the place of increase. He will guide you to the place of abundance. He will guide you to the place, hallelujah, of fulfillment. Lord, we thank you for your will and counsel, for your word that will continue to be enriched in our life. Oh, Father, we love your word. We love, we love the things of your spirit. We love how our heart rejoices, oh God. Yes, Lord, at the openings of your word. The Bible says, and there was weeping in heaven because there was no one to open, to open the book. But here they say, weep no more because the Lamb of God is worthy. Hallelujah. To open, the one who has been slain before the foundations of the earth is ready to open the book. Hallelujah. As long as there's an opening, there's an inflow of revelation. Meaning that there is an inflow of joy. Hallelujah. Joy. Joy unspeakable, full of glory is your portion in this new year. In this new day, in this new season, I declare clarity and direction into your life. I declare that the Lord will favor you with greatness, with great things. Oh, the Lord will, will cause his goodness, yes, his mercy to surround you. You will hear his voice. You will turn to him. You will walk in his way. It is well with you. It is well with your home. It is well with your family. It is well with that which you've been assigned. I declare you will not be confused, but you will stand persuaded in the love of God, persuaded by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes. I just felt led, you know, to minister to everyone listening, watching us. And I pray that this word will bring forth everything that heaven has ordained and intended for your life. Thank you so very much, everyone, this morning for joining me. What a time. Whoa. What, what, what a ministration. What a time. What a ministration. May God continue to perfect his will in your life. I really, really thank God for this moment in time. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so very much, everyone. I don't want to start mentioning names, but everyone that have joined us this morning, I really do appreciate your connection. This was a time, amen, of prayer and intercession. And of course, that comes with a lot of, you know, insight and direction and perspective. God bless you. Really appreciate this time. I'll see you again, hopefully, tomorrow as the Spirit of God leads us. Please continue to reign in life. Continue to advance. Continue to remain strong. Let your life continue, amen, to move in line with God's will. Thank you, Brother Mervyn. Really appreciate it. God bless you. See you, everyone. We'll see you soon again. Enjoy your Sunday. Love you all. Bye-bye. Enjoy your Sunday. God bless you. Bye-bye.